You are listening to the Health and Success Hour with Dr. Diane A. Thompson and friends. Join us each week right here on Atlanta's incredible radio, WIGO AM 1570, Thursdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for information to keep you healthy, wealthy, and wise. For more information, contact Dr. Diane A. Thompson at www.drdianethompson.com. Welcome to Nicole Beckford to our show. And Nicole Beckford is of Nicole Beckford Fitness. And one of the things I've seen on her website is she's a 45-year-old vegan bodybuilder. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. And a personal trainer. And she is here to share some strategies that may actually improve your health, your body, and your life. So Nicole, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dan. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, based on what I've read and I've, I've, I follow your story, I've, I find you so inspirational. Um, I've often commented when I've seen some of your pictures and, and even some of the things you share online. Um, you were once overweight. So share with us. What journey did you get on to take you from being overweight to fit and healthy and fabulous? Yes, um, I've been overweight as a child. This is a it's, a, it's like a lifelong thing for me. I was obese as a kid and I was obese as an adult. And I think when I started my fitness journey was me and my mom started it together. We went to Weight Watchers. I had a coworker who talked us into going to Weight Watchers. And I ended up dropping 50 pounds from that little program. But this was like early on in my life. It was like maybe in my 20s. Fast forward to my 30s. Obviously, I gained the weight again. I became a vegan, you know, like 10 years ago. And I was like obese as a vegan. And people would wonder, why, how can you get obese as a vegan? Processed foods. <laughs> I mean, just because you're a vegan doesn't mean that we don't eat a lot of processed foods because we they call them vegan junkies mm. okay addicted to sugar so um when i started this journey um was after my husband had passed away he was um killed on a motorcycle accident and um after that i felt like i needed a focus like more like um uh therapy or something like that or like uh something to keep the mind focused in one location instead of just being scattered and going into a deep depression. So I told my friend in, in um, Phoenix, listen, I need a trainer. I want to train for a show because I know that's the one thing that keep your mind focused and grounded, right? And mm -hmm. that's what she did. She found me a great trainer. He gave me a, a clean eating meal program for one year, and I kicked butt in the gym six to seven days a week. And that's how you, <laughs> and there you go. And I was so amazed because I had been working out prior, but I wasn't losing any weight. Mm. So I'm telling this guy, listen, I yeah. eat clean. You know, I work out. The weight just doesn't move. 
right? Mm-hmm. But when he put me on this meal plan, the weight started to fall off me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a believer. And the thing, the crazy thing about it was he was feeding me more food than I was eating. But because the food was clean. Right. What we call Yes, non-processed yeah. food. Right. It your body just deals with it in a different way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, you know, my condolence to the passing of your husband. I know that must have been a very tough time for you. Yes. Um, yeah. But let me go back a little bit. You said that you decided to become a vegan. What contributed to that decision? Well, my family's from the South. So um, all my family members, I I can literally say every female on my father's side of the family is obese. And I have illnesses ranging from high blood pressure to diabetes to cancer to lupus, you name it, we got it. So when my father was diagnosed with colon cancer and I had to take care of him the last year of his life, I decided to become a vegan. I took him to his um, appointments to see his doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, They had just basically taken out the uh, tumor from his colon and um, his stomach was starting to swell. So I was taking him for like a follow-up visit to his doctor. So I happened to talk to the doctor and I was like, doctor, what is the cause of colon cancer? And he said, meat, simple. Mm -hmm. He didn't elaborate. He didn't say, oh, maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So I yeah. took that literally, right? Yeah. And I, and I just went cold turkey. Wow. It wasn't a down phase. It wasn't a transition. It was like that moment, then and there, I decided no animal would ever enter my body. That is actually quite interesting because there, there are many people who have that same information that you got, but they still struggle with they they know listen the studies throughout their show that plant-based diet is the way to go when mm-hmm. you talk about even things that we hadn't thought about when i was in medical school no one talked about reversing diabetes and the truth is there are people out there who've reversed their diabetes with mm-hmm. with plant-based diets so there are people out there who are struggling with many of these chronic diseases and they got that same message but they're not able to make that switch. So how difficult is it for you now that you, you did a cold turkey? You know, how, how easy or difficult was it for you to keep going? I guess the, for me, it was easy because to see someone dying every day, it implants an image in your head that you do not want this faith for yourself or anybody that you love, to be honest. Yeah. So, and the and the second factor was after my father died, and I was con- and I was convinced that a plant based diet was the way to go. I started to research how America basically produces its food. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing that got me was I read an article that they was doing cloning animals, and I was saying to myself, "This country would not kill me. They cannot kill me. I cannot." And that was it. It was just like. And that is just it. You know, it's no going back. It's like, and even the thing about being a vegan, when you stop eating meat and stop being around it, to smell it is pure agony. Mm. You know, because you haven't been around it. 
now it starts to smell really horrible, like mm-hmm. death, or mm-hmm. you have this nauseating feeling. It is just like nothing like you ever, it's like kryptonite or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you don't pass out, honestly. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> well, since you since you've been able to have some success with this, and again, there there are listeners out there who are struggling with it because I often have patients who will say to me, "Hey, I I want to do it, but uh, I don't know what to eat, or the foods I like, I don't know how to make it uh, delicious." using a vegan, you know, a vegan uh, recipe. How, yeah. how, are you, how did you make that transition? How did you deal with those issues? Um, at the time when I transitioned to vegan, I was a Rastafarian. Mm. Um, so, you know, everything we cooked was like ground food. Um, and we had a support system where people, you know, a lot of the um, women were cookers. I mean, and all the women were obese because we love to cook. Yeah. We love to bake. So the food was great, uh-huh. but we was just over consuming it. So everything that I cooked was like from a Caribbean kind of flavor. Uh-huh. So, but American food is kind of a little bland. Uh-huh. It's not spicy. You don't have these different flavors from these fresh herbs and things like that. So I basically infused a Caribbean style base into my cooking, basically. Okay. Are you are you Caribbean, Nicole? No, but no, my husband was Jamaican. Ah, okay, okay. I'm Jamaican yeah. also. So when okay, you said the okay, Rastafarian, yeah. I thought, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. But everyone in the community, yeah, was like from Jamaica, Antigua. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep, so, yep. And yeah. and one of the things you said that that has to be highlighted is eating vegan doesn't always mean it's healthy, right? No, right. no, absolutely not. <laughs> and, you know, just to touch on that, I had people to, you know, inbox me about, you know, I get a lot of people inbox me about being a vegan. And the thing about it is some people have the misconception that as a vegan, you don't have to count calories. If I go on a vegan-based diet, I don't have to be worried about it because I'm just going to lose weight. No, absolutely not. You have to track... <laughs> You know, anything you eat, you have to track. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Guaranteed. I just did a a, a fruit detox and I didn't put on six pounds. So everybody's body is different. Some people can eat loads of fruit all day long and lose weight and be skinny as a toothpick. And some people can't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to go back to something. You mentioned your husband tragically passing away from a motorcycle accident. and. Um, you know, for, for some people, if having gone through something like that, actually, the, the opposite may, may happen. They'll gain weight or, you know, stop taking care of themselves. But you went the other way. Yeah, I, um, I'm not a stress eater. Uh, normally, if I'm stressed, then the appetite just disappears. Mm. Um, I went to Jamaica during that time because it actually happened in Jamaica. So I was in Jamaica and I didn't really eat for a month. I just basically drank coconut water. and in that process, it healed my body a lot. Coconut water. I mean, because in Jamaica, obviously, it's, it's natural coconut water. It's not the box, you know, the right. one that you have here that tastes funny. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. That has some things added to some it. Things, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and that's what I, so, yeah, for me, I'm not a stress eater. I'm a, I'm more like a boredom eater. Mm. 
Mm. You know, yeah. So okay. Now, what got you involved with being a fitness model competitions? <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. But what, tell tell us a little bit about that journey. It's addictive. Hmm. Um, okay, I'll tell you the story. I first competed when I was thirty years old. It's my very first competition. I was thirty years old. I lost seventy pounds. I was like one eighty five. I went down to one fifteen. Mm. This is before I became a vegan. Mm -hmm. And it helped me to gain some self-esteem. It boosted up my self-esteem and it taught me discipline. What even got you involved with that? Like, you know, I've gone to the gym. It never occurred to me to. Because to I, was, I was going to the gym every day. Uh -huh. And as you know, when you go to the gym, you, you, you basically build a support system or family. It's like more like a family thing there when people see you every day. So. I came in one day, I remember it like yesterday, and the guy was like, Nikki, man, you like a gym rat, right? He said, listen, you've been coming here all the time, but your weight is still the same, mm. right? He said, I'm going I'm to I'm challenge you. He said, we have a competition coming up, and I want you to enter it. And I was like, hey, maybe that's something I need, right? So... I said, but I don't have a trainer. I don't have a meal plan. He said, tell you what, I'll do everything for free. But if I feel like if you just eat as much as a cookie, I'm done. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I tell you, sister, I trained for a whole year and lost 70 pounds. Wow. And for that show, I came third place because people were saying like, well, you know, if you don't place, don't be disappointed, you know, because they was feeling like you, you it's your first time out, you know, mm -hmm. man, I gave it everything I had. And from that experience, I learned discipline. So I guess that kind of helped me when I really decided to stop eating meat because the, the, the meal plans were so strict and rigid. Mm -hmm. It was just so it was like a stepping stone or a foundation that I carried throughout my life up until this point. So when so my husband died, that, that's where I wanted to go because I knew that it helped me then. Ah. And, I, and I knew it could help me now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you are still actively competing. Yes, I, I am. <laughs> it's addictive, sister. Okay. This is the thing. You asked me why, why am I doing so many shows? I did uh -huh. three shows this year. This is the thing. It's addictive. You and you get to uh, know all these people in the competition world. So for my very first show, I didn't do as good because mm -hmm. for some reason, every time I step foot on the stage, my cycle act like it won't come on. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So for the first show, I placed fifth, which was last. Okay. So I was like, I gotta redeem myself. Mm -hmm. It's something personal. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Well, but, actually, that's pretty good because I tell you what, there there's some people who would take it the other way. They would totally back off and say, oh, no, but no, nah, I go harder. I like this it. I like it. Right? Yeah. So it's something I got to prove to myself. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not last. I will not accept that. Right? Okay. So this year, I trained and I came fourth. I said, mm -hmm. all right, I'm moving up. Yeah. Right? Right direction. Yeah. Right. So my, my trainer was like, you want to, you going to do another one? I'm like, yeah, I feel like I can do better. So I train harder. I come in leaner. And this time I place in the open fourth place. 
and in the Masters, second place. Mm. So I'm like, hmm, let's go at it again. Because <laughs> I, I want number one. Uh huh. My mother said, get back out there. I know you got it. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you <laughs> that you had that. Yeah. Right. So, but now it's like, I need my body need a rest. You know how you just listen to your body. You know your body's tired. You've mm-hmm. been pretty much torturing it all summer. So I said, this is a time to reflect, rejuvenate, and rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I'm doing. And that's why I decided to do the detox because I know my body needed a break. Um, right now, I'm going through premenopause. You know, my body rejects everything. It's it's tired. It's you know how it is. Yeah, there are changes that occur. Yep, yeah. Changing. It's yes. challenging. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, body, I hear you. Well, that's Let's, good that you're listening. That you're listening to your body. That's yeah. good. When you're training for these competition, how much training do you do in the gym on an average day? Whew. Hmm. I would do probably maybe an hour cardio. And then I would do, I'll do two a days. I'll go in the morning and do fasted cardio. And then in the evening, I'll do my weight training for like maybe an hour and a half. So it's rigorous. It depends on what I'm trying to bring up. You know, like what are your weak points? Mm-hmm. What are you focusing on? But it is not like a 20 minute workout. And I'm going to go back to something <laughs> you just said. Yeah, I, I realize it's a lot. But something you just said, because I know not everyone is familiar with this, but you say you do fasted cardio. So tell us a little about that. Why, why do you do that? Yes, um, there's been no scientific evidence to say that fasted cardio worked. My last show, I did it for the very first time, and I saw some significant difference mm-hmm. um, with my physique. So it worked for me. So the idea is when you get up in the morning, you know, you don't want to eat anything to have anything on your stomach because when you go work out, your body's just going to basically use what you ate for fuel. Mm-hmm. So the idea is to go in there so, sort of like depleted almost, you know, so when, when you start to do your workout, your body will eat its fat storage. It'll switch over. And that's basically what I did. And that's mm-hmm. fasted cardio. And that's a way to burn fat. That's the way to really get lean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw, I mean, I saw a major, major difference because I think my last show, I went down to like 119 and that's the lowest I've been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I really hate about it, you feel like crap. Fast car, you feel like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mental push, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mental push. So, and and I, would, I would also say for folks that are listening, if, if this is something, I've always uh, said this, when you're listening to this show, it's for educational purposes only. So if there is something that you hear that resonate, resonates with you and you'd like to try it, I highly recommend you talk with your doctor first. And then in terms of this fasted cardio, especially if you are diabetic, this I is... I wouldn't recommend exactly, it. Exactly. This mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. not for you. And no, this is again, nothing up for you. Yeah, should definitely talk with your doc first. I think for regular people who just want to lose weight, mm-hmm. I would not recommend it. Mm-hmm. Because you can lose weight just fine, you know, in a reg- doing regular uh, cardio at the smoothie or something like that. Mm-hmm. This is basically taking your body past a certain threshold. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you're not really competing for a show or something like that where you need to get really 
lean, lean, then I would definitely not recommend that to regular clients. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of the things you mentioned is that, so you have coaching, you have someone who works with you through this. The average person that's listening to you right now, who's thinking of getting into shape, do you feel that person needs coaching? Like is coaching for, should everyone seek coaching? If you are new to the gym, I think you do. Because I have seen some injuries that, oh my goodness, and it's from people that work out regularly. So you imagine, you know, if you're going into a gym and you've never really been on a certain machine, you have to learn proper, you know, posture, proper technique in order not to injure yourself. The last thing you want to do is go in there trying to be healthy and end up injuring your back or your shoulder or something like that. So I think, yeah, coaching is necessary because I have seen, just like I was, going to the gym every day and not making any type of progress because people think that they can work out and I can eat anything. No. <laughs> no, no you know? Yeah, that's something I often cover on on shows because, yeah, people are under that false impression that they can eat whatever they want and then they work out. And as we've said before, you can't keep up with what you put in your body. <laughs> you just, you know, I often say, if you think of a pack of M&Ms, for example, you can go through that so quickly, mm. and, right? And that's like a couple of hundred calories and you're on that treadmill for a little, uh, you know, a while before you burn that, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> the, the, the trade-off is just not worth it, to no, be honest. it's um, not. I think if you, like, just say you got a diet plan, and you've been doing this diet plan for maybe a couple of months now. And you can pretty much eyeball, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you've been eating pretty consistent like the same time. You can pretty much eyeball it. You probably wouldn't need to write it down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. for someone who doesn't think they eat a lot, you know, and they're not losing weight, you need to start tracking. Yeah. And I know people don't like to do it because it's tedious. It's time consuming. Since I'm going to tell you a story, my mom was like, one of my first clients and she injured her back and she couldn't work out. Cause my mother works out way more than I do. Mm. And, she, and she's like 70 years old. Oh, wow. I love it. Right? So, <laughs> and I'm like, mom, you don't need to go to them that much. Right. But so anyway, she injured her back and she's like, I can't work out. What do I do? I said, give me one day, just track your calories for one day. Because mm -hmm. she's like, well, I don't eat that much. Yeah, that's what everyone says. Right. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> correct. Yep. She tracked her calories for one day and she was just like, what? The smoothie was 600 calories? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. And she ended up losing 10 pounds. Yeah. And she would go to the gym every day and did not lose one pound. Yeah. Well, and we actually know that the majority of weight loss comes from diet and not exercise as people once thought. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. So listen, there, there are folks out there who are listening. A lot of people listen to the show. They, they really want to get their health on track. They want, they've been struggling with the weight as you had before and mm -hmm. they, they just can't get it together. So if you were to share some tips with someone who's listening and who's saying, listen, I've, I've tried this diet and that diet. I've, I've tried this and that and nothing works. What, what would you say to them? How do you start? What do you do? What, what strategies would you share? I would say, have you tracked your food? 
<laughs> I would say this is the number mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. track your intake. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Number one, you have to figure out how many calories you need to intake on a daily basis to be in a deficit mm-hmm. and stick to those calories. I mean, just like consistently, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That is the number one thing. And I tell personal trainers this, I tell everyone this, are you tracking? That's my first question. <laughs> and get some exercise in. You can start off slowly with the exercise because we know the main part of weight loss come from what you're putting in your body. Right. You know what I mean? Exercise really comes along for like endurance, mm-hmm. building muscle, you know, getting rid of fat, you know, getting rid of, you know what more, I'm saying? More of a fitness aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this, sister. I'm going to tell you this. I have a girlfriend who's in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. I've been talking to her for three years about cleaning up her diet. She had four kids and she gained a lot of weight. She went from like maybe 150 to 206. Do you know I got her to start tracking three months ago and she's lost 30 pounds? Wow. Wow. Okay. And she's amazed. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know how much I had to like convince her, please, for God's sake, please track? You know, and she's like, amazed because she's like sister i'm eating so much food i said i know yeah because it's clean food Mm -hmm. it's ground food it's not processed food it's not flour you know what i'm saying yeah so one of the things when when i actually took stock of what i was eating years ago one of the things i noticed was i drank a lot of sugary beverages um, mm. Even though I, I didn't really drink a lot of sodas, but the iced teas and the lemonades and all of those. And, and yeah. so I was like, wow, I didn't realize, you know, when I actually took a look at it, I was like, I did not realize this. I was drinking this amount of sugar beverages. So I eliminated them in my refrigerator. There's I don't buy them. I don't pick them up from the store. Yeah. So so that's one thing is that you certainly become aware of the things that you're doing incorrectly so you can um ad- you know address them. Yeah, that's the second thing that I have people to do, track your food, eliminate processed foods. And a lot of people don't know what processed foods are. Mm-hmm. I would say eliminate anything in a box. Anything mm-hmm. that you have to read nutritional facts in, eliminate. If you can or gradually come off it you know what i'm saying because eliminate can be kind of drastic mm-hmm. so i was just like gradually come off it and, and and go into a more whole food diet and then um the third thing i would say is definitely the sugar because the sugar is really bad on your liver and your liver is way more important i've seen a fatty liver and i'm like whoa that comes from drinking sodas you know what i'm saying so mm, Definitely sodas. When people get rid of sodas, man, they weight go down because sodas is so high in calories and sugar. And it has no nutritional benefit. None not whatsoever. Not one. Not yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. No. So absolutely should not be drinking sodas. That's the truth. Yeah. Yes. So if you eliminate those, come off the processed foods, eliminate as much um, added sugar as possible. I'm not talking about fruits. I'm talking about like, you know, uh, like the, the artificial sweeteners, you know, the sodas, the cakes and cookies and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So some, listen, Nicole, so that's, that's great. Um, and, and for those who are just joining us, I'm talking with Nicole Beckford of Nicole Beckford Fitness. That's, that's great. But for people who 
this was the majority of what they ate, they're thinking, what now do I eat? I know. This is the challenge. Because what happens is we are creatures of habit, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people who want to lose weight want to continue eating the same things that they've always ate. Right. Right? But this is a, a journey to new habits. Right. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> yep. It's, it's a, a lifestyle. It's yep. a lifestyle because those habits are not serving you. Right. right. Right? So we need to create some new, healthier habits. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a painful change for some because, I mean, sugar is so addictive. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. It is so addictive. And when I realized that I was addicted to sugar, I did what we call like a 30 or 60 day detox. I was serious because mm -hmm. I was addicted to sugar. Mm -hmm. As a lot of, lot of people, uh, a lot of Americans are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is, it is worse than any type of drug out there. And like I was telling my girlfriend, so what I try to do is I try to give healthier options. Like, let's just say if I have a client and I'll tell them to write down what they normally eat, mm -hmm. right? So I'll try to look at it and say, okay, they like this. So I may give you, if you like peanut butter or something, I may give you apples and peanut butter. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I may give you different healthy options um, as far as snacks because America's just hooked into snacks. Yeah. Like I don't eat snacks. I eat meals. You know yeah. what I mean? Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> you know, so you just try to change the mindset about food and try to give the nutritional aspect because we eat for healing. Yeah. You know, everything I eat is for healing. It's for my organs, you know. So it's like when you teach people this, they have a different insight and they and they bound to make healthier choices. And again, that whole idea that you eat to live and not live mm -hmm. to eat. right? To eat. Yes. Yes. And that's the <laughs> yeah. thing, you know, you know, and I'm a, I'm a eater. I'm going to tell you, I'm greedy. I'm, I'm not even going to front mm -hmm. like I'm not. Because I'm greedy, okay? <laughs> I, was and, I mean, I was a big girl, but I still have a big person's appetite. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The only difference is when you track so much, them little numbers go off in my head. Like, I can tell you the, the calories on a sweet potato, a cup of rice, anything. So when I'm presented with that, I'm like, wait a minute. All right, I'm not going to eat that because that's too many calories. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's going over, so... I think that's the only thing that keeps me on track is that I know exactly how much everything is and that the, the numbers just going off my head. So I make healthier choices. Um, and that's the thing that keeps me, me grounded into making better choices. And as you said, for some of those people who are not going to track, you know, or, or look at the caloric content of things, mm -hmm. I think choosing the healthy options you know, if you're eating veg, vegetables and so forth, um, it is less likely that you're going to be eating a lot of calories and you still feel pretty full on these vegetables. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, like, yes, you're right. Absolutely. If you're eating whole foods and it's fruits and veggies, you can't go wrong. Right. You can't. Right. Not unless you're eating like two or three watermelons a day. I mean, but I don't think so. But you can't go wrong. So those choices would be definitely better than, you know, um, pancakes or, you know, and, but you can make pancakes healthy. I, I mean, I have a recipe to make pancakes healthy, but um, fruit is definitely, fruit and vegetables is definitely a way better option. 
And it's going to promote longevity as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not even just about the way you look, although that's great and that makes you feel good. But but as you said, a lot of diseases we now know, um, it's actually the studies have come out about 80% of the chronic diseases that are around have to do with how you're eating, the things you put in your body. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. And even in the bodybuilding industry, they look great with their insides. Yeah. Oh, sister. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like the type of person, like you said, I don't really care about the exterior. I care about the interior because mm-hmm. you can look healthy and your organs can be just about to give out because the amount of stuff you're taking. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Amount of the amount of supplements and amount of this and fat burners and coffee. It would tear your adrenals up. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say that's one thing I have to work on. I still do the coffee, although, (laughs) (laughs) you know, a cup or so is okay in my, in my mind, but uh, there are definitely people who overdo it and they'll have several cups and it's, you know, yeah. Because it's a constant stimulant. And and the only reason that I started drinking coffee Mm -hmm. was because I had to. Mm. Um, My heart will just start to palpitate. Okay. And, uh, my chest would tighten up on me. So I had to get rid of it. Okay. Okay. So. All right. So as we are coming to the end of this interview, I wanted to ask you, kind of put you on the spot a little bit, but (laughs) on an average day, let's say, you know, folks, again, people are listening in, they're trying to change their, their lives, their health. And again, they, they may say, you know, let me, let me give this vegan thing a try. But, yeah. but I don't know how to, you know, how do I approach breakfast? How do I approach lunch? How do I approach dinner? So share with us like an average day. What, what does Nicole eat in an average day? Okay, Nicole eats oatmeal in the morning with a cut of banana with one tablespoon of peanut butter in it and some maple syrup. And that is going to fuel my workout. Now, after her workouts, she comes home and she has a cup of rice with some vegetarian beans. Okay. Mm-hmm. And after that, she's probably laying around watching TV and she may go get her a smoothie bowl mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> with another banana on top mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of granola. And then on the way to work, she might say, mm, I didn't get some greens in. Let me get me a nice tofu salad. Mm. And that is awesome with some yeah. black beans and some avocado and mm, yummy. Wonderful. And then, <laughs> and then for dinner, she always carries a lot of fruit with her at night because she works at night. <laughs> so I got like grapes is my favorite. I got some cut up watermelon and I got a couple of pears and some apples because I think at night, you need that fiber to help digest the food for that, you know, from the day. So I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fruit fan and I'm full, you know what I'm saying? I'm full. That's a full day for me. <laughs> and actually, I mean, that's, that's great that you shared that because what we see is that you, you're not starving yourself. You're actually eating and you're not overweight. No, I eat. I love to eat. Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, and I'll eat a lot of, um, I eat a lot of white potatoes, too, because they have a lot of nutritional value. A lot of people are like, we can't do white. No, white potatoes. <laughs> we need you. I love white potatoes and beans. 
Yeah. Well, definitely I will say, the, and I'm glad you mentioned earlier having the beans because this is something I've often talked with patients about when they talk about, you know, needing protein. They, they feel like they need rice, um, like meat with their beans, with their rice. And I'll say to them, you can actually have beans mm -hmm. with your rice or beans with your potatoes. Like yeah. the beans are actually, they can be the centerpiece of your meal. You know, we yeah. just haven't been taught to do that. Because that fiber is going to help not spike that your, your blood level. sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So when you eat them in combination, it's very good. And the fiber helps you get that full feeling too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And now that's your protein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Now tell us what do you have uh, that, you know, folks who are out there who are listening to you, like what you're doing, what do you have to offer in terms of programs? programs like mm -hmm. I'm just getting started now mm -hmm. so a lot of the things that I'm doing with new clients who want to lose weight at first I do an assessment mm -hmm. to see you know where we are do we have any body injuries or whatever because you want to know you know the history so you'll know how to generate a program mm -hmm. so it's I mean? not it's not a cookie cutter thing I like no, it. I no, like it's, it. it's yeah. personalized for each individual that's good that's good um, like this guy I trained today, he had just came from a car accident. He, his back is still kind of sensitive. So we're not going to do any type of exercise that's going to better, I mean, stress out that back even further because mm -hmm. we want it to heal properly. So, you know, um, we will eliminate those exercises that will have him to engage his back on a different level. Um, but I'm definitely going to generate him a meal plan. So you'll have a meal plan geared for you, you know, tailored for you. <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, your workouts and everything be definitely tailored for you because every person has a different objective on what they need and what they want and what we realize is that everybody body is different um, and I can tell you this when I was training for my show and I had a trainer do my diet I wasn't really getting results because my body operates differently you know mm -hmm. uh, a lot of trainers try to put a lot of competitors on this low carb, high fat diet, you know, and it don't work for me. My body thrives on a high carb, low fat diet. Right. Mm -hmm. So everybody body is differently. We just got to pay attention to our body, pay attention to what foods, how it make you feel. Do you feel bloated? Are you digesting your food? You know what I mean? So these are the things that I have people to, to pay attention to. That way we, we learn how the body's operating. It changes from person to person. And I can look at a person and see how they're how they going to burn fat, you know, where they lose weight first. You know, everyone wants that flat abs. They want a six-pack. But that may be the last to go for you. You know? Mm -hmm. it, it's the last to go for me. <laughs> 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 you know? So as I, you know, train and, and coach, I look at all of that and I take pictures to see how the body's responding. That's so, great. That's yeah. great. And you have some online options also because you're in Maryland, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you have some online options for folks who are out there who may not be where you are but, but would like to learn from you. Mm -hmm. This is Nicole Beckford of Nicole Beckford Fitness. And Nicole, what's your website? And, and if someone just uh, heard about your program and is interested in contacting you, how do they contact you? 
Yes, definitely. My website is Nicole Beckford, and that's B-E-C-K-F-O-R-D fitness.com. And they can contact me right um, on my website because I have my phone number there. I have instant chat. So if you want to chat, you know, you want to ask me any questions, it comes right through my cell phone. Um, you can sign up for online coaching and I will get right back. Um, I have my email address there. So everything's right there. My YouTube channel, you know, uh, my Facebook channel, everything is right there. Okay. Awesome. Um, and, and they will actually get to see the, the outfit and, and fabulous and strong. You yeah. <laughs> and, and they can get rid of the, the misconception that you need a lot of protein to build muscle. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is one of the things that the vegans have been accused of. Oh, you're vegan. You can't build muscle. Yeah, this is the thing that I want to, you know, like discredit. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Cause, and there are actually several athletes out there who are vegans, and, and they're out there showing that that's not true. Yes, yes. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been wonderful talking with you and sharing your story. And again, you know, if anyone's interested in checking out your website, what's that website again? NicoleBeckfordFitness.com. Awesome. And I'll make sure that information is also on my Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. And Nicole, thanks again for being with us. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. I was very shocked when you reached out to me and I'm, I'm very happy to share my story with everybody. No, I, I, you know, whenever I see people doing things that I think could positively influence and affect the world... I do reach out to them because I, I love inspiration. And I think that, you know, there are other people out there who sometimes something you do or say will just change things for them. You're so, right. Yeah, Absolutely. I wanted to share this uh, and share you and, and your story with them. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. No problem. My pleasure. All right. If you've missed any portion of this broadcast or would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, please join us on www.drdianethompson.com. That's www.drdianethompson.com. Remember, your health is your wealth. Have a great evening.